welcome back to the 20 something girl podcast i'm your host courtney robinson and i'm so happy to say that i'm not alone today i am joined by my dear friend jaden ward hi jaden hello everyone again <laughs> welcome back our first returning guest <laughs> Yay! so happy so happy so today we thought it would be really fun to have a dating episode I've never really gotten into any dating. Topics. Yeah, no dating topics on the podcast. So it's a fresh episode. Fresh episode. And we thought it would be kind of fun because we're kind of in two different spots in our lives. So we kind of like bring different perspectives into <laughs> dating in your 20s. <laughs> right? So, I mean, right off the bat, we're coming from perspectives myself. I've been in a long-term relationship for five years. <laughs> Your whole 20s, girl. Your Honestly, 20s. my whole 20s, <laughs> which is so crazy to think about. Like, dating in your 20s for me has been one person. Yep. <laughs> Multiple dates with one guy. <laughs> Multiple dates. We have gone on so many dates. <laughs> but... Um, it's different for you. Yes. And I'm in a fresh relationship of like five, six months. So I have been dating in my 20s and I've had different relationships in my 20s. So I got all sorts of, all sorts of different All sorts tidbits. of different tidbits. <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I think about dating right off the bat, like it's such a different environment, to be honest. And like just a different environment. I sound so old <laughs> when I say this, and I'm 24, I'm not old, I haven't been married for like 20 years, but it's so different out there, like how do people go out and like meet new people, how do people date, how do you even connect with partners, mm-hmm. right? And um, like online dating is probably the number one key on how to meet people, especially after um the COVID quarantine, that was a whole different aspect for the 20-year-olds because our main source was to go out to nightclubs, bars, anywhere, any type of social gathering in the community. But unfortunately, when you're put in COVID and quarantine, you're like, girl, what else do I have? All of that cuts off. Yeah. And you're like, I'm (laughs) resorted to online dating and online dating only. Yeah. So yeah, that was interesting for sure. Yeah. Just getting on, like, the apps. I know we've talked a lot not recording, but it's, like, I have never been on a dating app. (laughs) And I don't. Genuinely, once again, I sound... I feel like when I say this, I sound, like, 45 and, like, married for, like, however many years. But it's, like, I don't even know what the apps are like. (laughs) What are the kids using? (laughs) And there's also so many. And the funny thing is, is, like, I... Have I was on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. And Do you have a favorite? Honestly, the or did you have a favorite? Yes, sorry, we're not on the past tense, everybody. <laughs> but honestly, my favorite. I always, I had literally, I had Tinder for I think thirty six hours because I could just, I could not navigate the. What on Tinder? It was like if you match, the any person could respond to you at any time. And unfortunately, you're just going to get some really weird conversation starters that I wasn't really comfortable with. So I was like, you know what? Like, this just ain't my vibe. So I definitely got myself off there real quick, hopped off, mm-mm, and I said, not for me. Bumble was definitely my one of my favorites because the girl got to make the first move. Oh, really? So if you got to match, you had 24... That was one thing I did not like about Bumble, is that you had 20... If you matched with someone... You had 24 hours to connect with them, but the girl had to make the first move. And if she didn't message the person within the 24 hours of the matching, that match expired. Unless you bought, like, the advanced packages. Actually paid for it. And I was it. like, yeah. I just am not, <laughs> I'm not in that realm to invest in my dating at this moment. But maybe one day, but not for me at the moment. But, so yeah, that was one thing I did not like about that. But, yeah, so Bumble is probably my one that I really liked because I got to say, like, okay, should I just message this person? How am I going to do the conversation started? It was all in my hands. You were very much, like, in control. Yes. I was like, you Which know Which is nice. It's a little bit nice because, you know, you get to just navigate it of how Filter. you want. Filter. Yeah, and you get to start the conversations off on how you want them to go and vice versa. 
And then one thing I really liked, like, Hinge is, like, it was, like, honestly, like, the trendy version of the dating apps because you just got to put some, like, cool things on there, like, voice notes or, like, um, like, question, like, polls of, like, you'd ask a question and then, like, people would answer the polls or they would, like, like certain pictures. It was cool how you guys matched that way. Um, and I'm really weird. I like voice notes because I just like hearing people's voices. I feel more connected to them that way rather than just on the phone. It almost, like takes it a little bit more personal absolutely it feels like you're not connecting just through an app and just through like messages yeah communicating you're put on the spot rather than like oh this person could think about their answer for like 15 20 minutes or an hour however long to respond to whatever you ask them rather than if you ask them a question right now you're getting their unfiltered answer yeah so that's why I liked some of those ones those were my personal favorites with Bumble is my favorite, also because that's where me and my current boyfriend met, and it's just, it's so cute. There's a little love story on there. You guys met on Bumble. I didn't know that. We I did. knew it was an app, but I didn't know which app. It was, and the funny thing was, is like I went to work, honestly, um, just normal, and it, I don't, I don't turn on my notifications for any app, um, especially the dating ones, just because I just want to go on them when I want to, rather than feeling like. Oh, I got, yeah, I got a notification. I should probably go in there. I want to go in there when I want to go in there. So it was just by fluke. I thought about going on there and I know we matched the day prior, but I was literally 34 minutes away from our match expiring. And I had a client like within the next 10, 15 minutes. So if it wasn't that gut instinct telling me to go on that app, we would never have talked and we never would have been dating today. That is crazy. Right? That is crazy. And it's like, just like minutes away. Minutes. Yeah. That match could have just like absolutely fell through any crack. Yeah. Absolutely. It was so funny. That and is really funny. And like the timeline kind of puts a little pressure on it. Yep. Like the time, like the expiry. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I honestly, when we matched the day before, I was like, we're going to do this. And I was like, oh, I'll think about it later. And honestly, totally forgot. And like, yeah, then boom, the next day I was like, oh my gosh, thank God. Like, looking back onto it, I'm like, that would have been such a different reality if I didn't have that. Yeah, you but actually wouldn't have met that person. Never would have met him. That's never. so funny. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and now here we are today. So like, here you are. I know people have different favorites. Like, a couple of my friends prefer, like, Hinge, and, like, they tell me that, and I'm like, I don't know what that means, but good like, for cool. you. <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs> but everybody's kind of ex Tinder, unless, I don't know, I've been told it's there's like hookup culture on there 1000% hookup culture and um yeah unfortunately the conversation starters there let's just say it were just photos and I was like absolutely not absolutely not. <laughs> I was like I jump scare you honestly I'm like this is I need to hop off of here real quick because I'm like no um that is not a conversation starter um for me personally but you know what pop off king pop off that is so funny do you have any like dating app red flags like was there like things like in the bios yeah that like you were like oh no honestly (laughs) mine were like (laughs) can now when I say it because honestly it would always be like a red flag for me but (laughs) my boyfriend actually had this in his I don't know I thought it actually more intrigued me about his but normally it would be a red flag but when they put like all the like they put so much effort into their profiles but then he had like something casual for what he was looking for but for some reason like that intrigues me about people but normally that would be a red flag but something about his profile really got me going true you and I think that's why I was like this like I don't think this boy wants something casual and clearly not but normally for me, it would be like the something casual because I'm like, mm, why, why are we wanting something casual here? If yeah. you, especially if you're like 27, why are we looking for something casual? That was just a me thing. Yeah. And if you're not looking for something casual, it's like, okay, yeah, that's going to be red flag. That yeah. Because I'm on mine. I put, I yeah. want a relationship. So I was very, very direct with what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then they were still matching with me knowing that I had that as my thing. So it's just like, okay, you know what I want? And then you're asking me what I want, but, like, you know what I, you know? You know what you want. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, interesting. And then, um, I also need feedback for the the fish photos, because I like a good man with a little, little bit of a fish photo, because I think it's kind of cute, you know? Like, boy got a hobby, boy's excited boy about his trout. Boy has a trout. hobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Let that him be excited about his trout, you know? That is so funny. I know that's a main red flag in the dating app era, but I, I never understood it. So maybe people can help me understand it, but I think that's a cute little photo. I feel like that would be really hard to escape given, like, where we're located. Right? I'm like, hi, we're in central Alberta. <laughs> the men out here are passionate about they their fishing. They are fishing. fishing. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, pop off. Like, absolutely. Like, it's a very, you know, mindless activity. You go out, you have some spits, you know, you're sitting on the river. Like, what's not to what's love about that? that? <laughs> I was like... That is literally so funny. <laughs> so, that, that, I know that's a common red flag. Like I said, I never understood it. I think it's rather cute, but that's just me. Um, And then other red flags, honestly, for me, I think, ooh, when they have pictures, multiple pictures with their friends and not just pictures of them. Because first of all, which one are you? That would be confusing. Yeah, because it's like, you know, like you're posting with your homies and I... Absolutely. I love to see that you have great, like, I love to see that you're with friends. That shows that you have a good social circle. That's a green flag. But also, but which one are you? <laughs> like, we need to isolate your profile and we need to see, like, I need to know which one am I talking to, you but know? Who am I dealing with yeah. here? So, and then it's always at the end that they post a picture of just them. So then it's like, oh, okay. But, or they sometimes really they don't. For it. Yeah, they really make you, they really make you go through the profile and look for which one you're looking for, but... That would be a red flag too. Oh, yeah. I that would be. You have to have some have some identification in your profile. That is yes, the whole point. Absolutely. You know, like I I don't know. I just need to know who I'm talking to. That's so funny. Do you have? I know you're off the apps now, obviously. Yes. But do you have any tips for those who may be listening? How do you navigate an app? Like, how do you have any tips for? People that are on the apps right now. That are, like, trying fresh to like, onto it. Yeah, and trying to, like, meet someone who's, like, worth it. How do you filter out all the... I think it's definitely... You need, like, for me, to, how to navigate um, people that I just wasn't interested in, people that I felt alluring, where it's your conversation starters. So, as the woman, that's why maybe I liked Bumble so much, is because I had that control to be, like, boom topic of conversation started off um or that's why I liked hinge because you could just like like an answer they put on there and then that starts the conversation so I think if you're going to navigate the apps and you're going to match with people you cannot just say hey how's your day going because first of all where is that going I don't know I don't know what you do and what does a classic day look for you you know it's like we are just not too straight no if you're trying to get to know someone you need to ask conversation prompting questions. Yeah. So mine, my little ones were always like, tell me a cool fact about yourself, which really gets them like excited to talk about themselves. Or um, I actually, normally I don't ask this question, but I asked my current boyfriend like a crazy story he had. And boy popped off with some paragraphs on some crazy stories. But now I got to learn so much about him on his crazy stories. And I was like, boom, conversation starter. It's much more intriguing than a generic, my day was good. Yes. What do you do for work? Like, exactly. It's just a little bit more of a fast paced start, maybe. Absolutely. To get to know someone rather than going through the whole motions and the hoops just to know what yes. they do for a living and if they have a dog. Right. And it's like, cool, you like to cook that awesome. It's going to get boring real fast. If there's like no no, no excitement, upheaval. yeah, it's yeah. like okay, now we're now we're at the halt again, and it's like, what do you like to do for fun? What's your favorite color? I'm just not into those questions. Yeah. So I just really like to get to know someone to a core. You know, let's get right to it. Let's get right to the business. Yeah, you know, we're both on here for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, and it's fun to ask some people about who exactly who they are because like they get excited about that to like. Yeah hype themselves up a bit. People like to talk about themselves. Yeah. That's and just facts. Respect. I love talking about myself too. So let's same. <laughs> let's let's share some let's share some stories. Let's get excited about it. That is so funny. Um speaking of which, speaking of dates and whatnot, do you have like an ideal date? Like if someone were to ask you out, I guess 
even before I ask this question, because I have different answers to, like, a first date. Mm-hmm. What would, like, draw you in if someone was like, hey, do you want to do this for a first date? Do you have, like, an ideal one? Honestly, that question never really sat with me before because like I've been asked this question before and I've just never had like an actual solid answer because I think with the person that I'm going on a date with it fluctuates with what I want to see us do so for me I just genuinely like to get to know people for who they are so honestly like we could do anything that they're passionate about so like if it is fishing I'm like yeah Boy, take me out on your boat. I'm like, take me out. Let's go on that canoe. Let's go sail away on our dream somewhere. I'm totally okay with that. Or if they, you know, I don't know. Like, honestly, mine and my boyfriend's first date was going out for a drink, which was nice because it was social. And I love a good Belgian moon. So you had me there. And it was, honestly, I think it was nice because we had very good conversation and we loved just getting to know one another face to face and it was easy. So for me, ideal first date, honestly, I know it's not the ideal answer, but it would be to like room for conversation. Yeah, it's like I want to get to know someone as like as much as you can get to know someone on a first date. You don't want to tell them everything cuz obviously. But for me, it would just be, yeah, how do we get the conversation going and what kind of activity can promote that? I agree. I agree. I think when I think about a first date now I haven't been on one in a minute <laughs> but our first date was at going for coffee see yeah conversation started and it was super because we didn't it's know chill. a ton about each other yes. before yeah so it was like let's just get to know one let's another just talk yeah. yeah and then I like the coffee idea too because you know it might be mid-afternoon midday you're not stressing too hard about time frames and about like I don't have to get home. Yeah. Yeah, It's just very, very it's natural. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was very, it's a good first date. Yeah. And especially if it's like somewhere, somewhere cute. Yes. You can just tell when someone puts in an effort to like, yes, make, make a date possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of dates, do you have a worst date story that you want to share with us? (laughs) Um, like I've been on like quite a few dates, but like they were all just quite similar honestly and but there was one date I went on and I matched with this guy online and you know we were talking for about a week and a half two weeks before we decided to go on a date so it was still time frame and we were also like phone calling each other too so it wasn't like a complete stranger but I drove up to um, Calgary at the time to have this date with this guy and um, he did mention to me he was going to have some drinks with some friends before I got there. So I was like, oh, whatever. He's going to have one or two. Whatever. Keep it casual. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. His friend's in town. Whatever. little liquid confidence to start you off. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I get it. I can respect that. And then I get to his place and I, he opens the door and literally he reeked of alcohol. And I was like. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> and then we had plans to like go out for a little bite to eat. And then he, <laughs> when I get into the door, he was like, hey, so like I had a little bit too much to drink. And this also was a guy that told me that he didn't drink a lot. So oh, red you, flag. Right, red flag right there immediately. I was like, oh, like you already said to me that you claim to not be this person, but the first time I'm ever meeting you, you're, it is the person that you're claiming to be. So instantly, yeah, I was like, red flag, kind of weird. And I was like, should I honestly just go home? But I'm also like invested because I'm like, I just drove up almost two hours to see this man. And now I kind of want to see how this night's going to play out, you know? So then we go out. Um, but he says, he's like, oh my goodness. He was like, so as you can tell, like I'm pretty under the influence. And I'm like, no kidding. Thank you no for pointing kidding. out the elephant. Yeah. I was also thinking that. I was like, yes. I'm like, you're definitely not wrong about that. He was like, so we could either wait it out, we could cab, or you could drive to the place where we eat. And I literally was like, are you kidding? And I was like, you know what? We're not going to wait. Because first of all, I am so hungry right now. So I was like, I will just drive 
And we're just going to have a bite tea because I'm starving at this point. I already know we're not going to go long term. But you know the what? Audacity. I'm like, <laughs> let's just see where this goes. So whatever, we go to the place. We're having a bite to eat. Some guy literally, it was a skip driver, literally was probably like a sheet of paper away of literally almost totaling my bumper, my front bumper. So that was also fun too. And um, yeah, it was just so then I took him home and I said have a good night. At least he bought dinner. Thank you and see you later. As he should. Yeah. Puts you through all that. At least you got a meal. Yeah, I got a meal out of it. And um, now and I have a story. story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that would for me definitely be the worst first date um, for for sure. That is probably the worst first date story I've heard. I hadn't even heard that before this. <laughs> that is so awful. And I literally should we wait it out? Should we just like let my buzz kill? No. Yeah, I was like, why why are we gonna wait wait here? Why why are we waiting? And then making awkward and then his friends were upstairs too, because he lived with roommates. And they're kind of laughing because they know he's going on a first date. And I'm like, man, this is just uh this is a fun this is a fun little tidbit I got into. So yeah, absolutely. You know, great guy, want all the best for him. But yeah, I was like, homie, maybe next time, please just don't get smashed before a first date. But you know what? <laughs> great guy, great stories. All let best him. him. Yeah, all the best to Let him. him be. We are past it. That is so funny. Yeah. There, people just have the audacity to, yeah. like, show up to dates. And, like, I don't know. There's some stories of, like, even friends. It's like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. <laughs> like, what You're is just going gen- on? genuinely trying to, like, connect with people and make a good, hopefully, connection and that happened. <laughs> but honestly, though, it also got me thinking, you know, because my long drive home I had after that, I really had some reflection on me, like, what the frig just happened? And honestly, that really just put out and weaned out, like, people's priorities. If you're obviously looking for a relationship, you're going to get the respect and, like, people that are actually wanting to go on a date with you. So they're going to, you know, not get drunk. Yeah, and they're going to show up. And they're going to, you know, look the part, maybe get themselves dressed up to their, you know, excitement, and they're going to put some time and effort into you. But if people are not really caring about relationships, they're like, yeah, I'm going to go with the person because, you know, dating is fun to go out every now and then and just go see, like, one next to the other. But they're not going to put effort into it because they don't want a relationship. Yeah. You know? So that shows. Exactly. So after that, I was like, yeah, absolutely not. I'm never messaging this guy again because, like... You're just not it. You're, yeah. You're not it. You don't want to put effort into it, and that's okay, but dang. That, that is a dang situation. <laughs> yep. It's like, okay, you know what? And um, here we are. On to the next. Peace out. So, yes, that was probably my worst date for hands down. Yeah, that's the one that really puts it in the brain. Yeah, did it for you. Yeah, for sure. That gets me thinking of, I think, showing up to your date's house and him being drunk mm-hmm. huge red flag yeah. huge red and then flag. if he also claims to never drink it's like okay okay um, we are contradicting ourselves yeah, i was like just really hard to believe since you are currently drunk but yeah i think about red flags often and i think it's just fun to just see what are red flags for people mm-hmm. you know i have mine and i know other people's have theirs whatnot do you have like red flags in a guy that or, like, if they show, it's like, oh, gotta go the other way. Mm, I literally... It's hard. It's kind of hard to, like, almost, like, think of them on the spot. Right? Because it's, like, uh, it's hard to pinpoint because, like, every person's different, you <laughs> yeah. know? I was talking um, with some friends about red flags the other day. And we were just kind of casually, like, talking about dating and dating in your 20s and putting yourself out there. And I think myself, I think a red flag for me is when someone, like, comments on what you're eating or, like, how Ooh, you're eating. Yes. Or, like, oh, you, no, we don't need dessert. You don't need dessert. Ew. That type that of me language. Yeah. It gives me the egg. It gives me the egg. Oh. <laughs> that type of language sends me running. Yeah. And I just can't, like, I... That's none of your business. Like, it's not anyone's business to, like, insert themselves on, like, mm-hmm. what anyone should be ordering or eating or... That, yes. No. That type of language sends me running. It's kind of funny because a long, obviously, 
long time ago, long time ago, <laughs> someone very, very insignificant <laughs> in my life, but this happened and it has been a story that's kind of like Resurfaced. stuck with me. Yeah. Just like thinking about this red flag and this person definitely did that. We were getting smoothies one time and this, we were young and getting smoothies and I ordered my smoothie and he goes to me, the girl asks like, oh, would you like a regular snack size? Mm-hmm. And he says, you don't need a regular size. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> but it's kind of funny because um, like the at Jugo Juice, yeah. some of the smoothies only come in regular size. Yeah, I was going to say, they don't even have snacks. Yeah. I mean. So the one I had ordered was like an only in a regular size so before I guess I hadn't even like said the name yet and she like, that came out yeah and I was like oh so I actually already already ordered the like regular size smoothie I don't even know if that made sense yes but it was just that she doesn't need the regular size you'll probably only take the small right and the fact that I had already ordered the, the regular, regular and I think just backtracking I don't even think the girl asked me snack or regular I think he just Put that little tidbit in Yeah, inserted himself and, like, made a comment on, like, what size I should order. Absolutely not. And the fact that I still... Think about that. Remember that. Yes. Is so bad. But that's a red flag for me. And honestly, yeah, just, like, go off what you said. I think it's also how men think that you should dress. Mm -hmm. Or, like, how your partner, like, you know, if they're, like... I Obviously, you can like your partner in, like... Like, whatever, like, in a certain thing, like, oh, this looks really good on you and this really flatters you. But, like, if a man is telling me, like, you cannot wear that, I'm like, why? Like, yeah, you gotta go. I'm instantly thinking, like, what are, what are you insecure about? Because I'm like, what, like, I, don't, I like to think that I dress pretty classy and mature for my body type and what I, I feel sexy in. So, I just don't understand, like, where that would come out from. So, instantly, I'm always like, why? What? Why? Like, I don't understand it. That is not your place. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, absolutely not. So, I think that would also be another red flag for me is, like, you're dictating what I should do for myself. Yeah, what I should wear, what I should eat, what I should order. I'm like, no. Like, you're not controlling of me. Yeah. I'm like my own woman. Let Let me do what I want. Yeah, I agree. I think another red flag we were kind of talking about was like if the people in your life don't jive now i'm not saying like your significant other has to like get along with everybody in your life but it they gotta like put effort put effort yes to like show that like they're about to get involved in your life and like make connections with like your loved ones absolutely your friends your family whoever that may be Mm -hmm. and if someone like wasn't down to like do the whole family Friends. Weekend, yeah. friends, whatever, I think that would be at a certain stage. Of course, like, you're not going to go meet your parents probably on the first date. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. But, like, if it's, like, a constant thing that yeah, they're that not like, implying themselves in your life, it's, like, how are you going to merge two lives together one day, you know? Yeah. If you're not willing to do that now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually a really good red flag, too, to keep aware of. Being like, hmm, why? How, yeah, how come they're not getting along? Yeah. Hmm. It's yeah. like, eh, yeah, it's, and that's okay. They don't want to do your lifestyle. That's fine, but that, on to the next. That red flag. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bye-bye. I, I'll say, like, one more that I have on my mind. Um, I think it's a red flag when someone is calling all of their exes crazy. Ooh, yep. Don't you think? Yep. I, mm-hmm. I also dated a person like that, um... And just all of the people in their past were... Were... Something was wrong. crazy. It's all them. And then... That's gotta be a red flag. And then, yeah. And then I got looking at our relationship and I was like, interesting because, like, I feel the same way that those women maybe have felt. So then it's like, now I feel like I'm going crazy. But I'm like, I think it may be the person. Yeah. So, yeah, you gotta gently remove yourself from those... From those people because, yeah, they're gonna slowly, slowly diminish your glow. Honestly. On a more positive note, do you have any, like, green flags that you really like to see in a person? Oh, my gosh. When your person is your biggest hype man. Like, it doesn't, like, matter what you're doing in your life, but they're like, yes, 
Absolutely. Like currently, like my partner right now, since I am a burlesque dancer, obviously that doesn't sit well with a lot of people that I've ever dated before. But um, I knew one day I was going to find a partner that was going to be excited about this lifestyle that I'm in. And currently, like he comes to the shows, he applies himself to helping me out with costumes or he knows like my dance style. So he gets excited about what I'm going to put out that night. So then he's like, yeah, like do that. So he's always my biggest hype man. So for me, I'm like, that's a huge green flag because I'm like, you're my biggest supporter in something that I feel so confident about and that you don't let that diminish you. And I just, I love that. So being someone like hyping your person up about anything that they're doing and supporting it is a huge green flag for me. I agree. I think it's really important to have someone who's in your corner. Yeah. Like, your biggest fan, like you said. Like, the person that is, like, encouraging you to step out of the box and to follow the passion that you've been, like, dreaming about, honestly. hmm Yeah. I think that's really good. I think a red flag... Or... Green, green flag. flag. <laughs> green flag. Green flag for me is... Um, what, like, I just feel like sometimes you know when you can be, like, your authentic self Mm -hmm. around them. You can order the size smoothie you want. You can wear whatever you want. You can act how you want. Yeah, these are basic things. But (laughs) But we're, like, go go people. Like, honestly applauding you because you're letting me be me. That is so nice. And and the person that's, like, going to sit with you in, like, your most comfortable form. Yes. I think it's, like, a really... When you feel... A person is like a safe space. Yes. Yeah, that's a green green flag for me. Absolutely a green flag. And also when they prioritize, like, uh, or a green flag for me is like how, because we all know you're going to get in arguments, you're going to get, there's going to be, there's going to be confrontation, there's going to be so much of the negative in a relationship sometimes, but it's the way that the person navigates it, I think is a, it could be a red or a green flag. But for me, if they are still supporting you and still never belittling you but they're understanding and they're challenging you to be like this is something that I wasn't okay with like how are we gonna create a boundary in the future that we both feel comfortable there's ways to navigate an argument that is still very comfortable and I think Mm -hmm. for me if they have a very positive outlook on arguments and they're willing to still prioritize how you're both feeling is a green flag to me I agree and it's like making the effort that it actually takes to, like, make something work. Yeah. Because you're not going to agree on everything. And life is going to hit you sometimes with some pretty, like... Pretty sometimes challenging things. Tough stuff. Like, it's just facts. Yeah. And, like, yeah. yeah, It's, like, how they navigate it. It could really dictate their character. So, I think something... If you're going to be dating and you, you know, you didn't really like the way that they navigated an argument, always take that into consideration. Be like, hmm, that's a good thing to keep in mind for some future things. Yeah, I'm just going to pocket that. Yeah, I'm just going to pocket that. I'm just going to put that in the file up north here, but you yeah. never know. Yeah, I I really agree. With everything, like all the flags and all the apps and everything like that, like I feel like in your 20s, it's sometimes a timeline pressure is like mm-hmm. super relevant. Yes. And what I mean by that is like everybody, as we always talk about, is at such different points in their 20s. Mm-hmm. So... I know I have friends who are married, people have kids, mm-hmm. um, people are engaged, people are... Single. Single. People are Getting dating. divorced. Yeah, getting <laughs> divorced. Like, yep. it's so real that the... the You can be anywhere yep. at any age. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of us feel pressure to kind of, like, follow a timeline mm-hmm. that is non-existent. <laughs> oh, it should never be non-existent. Yeah. I... Like, how do you have fun with dating and not have, like, the timeline pressure? Do you ever feel that? I, honestly, I, as I, I think it really depends on who you are, honestly, because for the person that I am, I'm very much go with the flow, and I feel like if I put too much pressure on a thing, most times it never turns out the way I want it to, is because I'm literally sucking the soul out of it. So, honestly, I'm just like, you know, you kind of have to, like, sit back and just enjoy it. So whether that be, if you're going to go on a date, don't have that pressure to be like, we, cause I was really bad at doing this. Whenever I would go on a date and like fantasize and be like, we're going to get married one day. And I'm like, why? I met this person for literally two hours. 
And how can I think of a future with this person already? Like, absolutely not. So my thing is, is when I really learned how to like truly enjoy the date, being like, okay, that was fun. Now you need to kind of figure out where you're at. You need to just literally sit back and relax because you are going to enjoy dating so much more that way rather than thinking you're going to be married to this person in like five years because every single time I thought that honestly we never we never did get married so you know <laughs> and I never did get married <laughs> and I never did get married so honestly my biggest advice is literally just to like take in take in the date but also try new things and don't always do the same date mm-hmm. like I agree I think I I definitely agree with like you have to be in your own moment you can't be in a future moment or a moment mm-hmm. you hope to happen or someone else's moment. I feel like right now, every time I open up, like, Instagram, someone's getting engaged. Yes. Or starting a family. Yeah. Or, yeah. And that's so exciting. Yes. But it doesn't... That can be super exciting for other people, but it doesn't have to be your moment. No. Just because you're the same age. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be how your timeline looks. Yes. yes. And I think that's, like, a huge thing in dating where, like, you can easily get into like a little bit of like a rabbit hole of like comparison especially to like quote like perfect looking relationships Relationships. online because nothing is perfect no and you don't know all the hardships and stuff arguments that they had to do to get there you know yeah so you can't compare yourself yes to a timeline of someone else who's living a completely different reality yeah yeah you have to like live in your your relationship and your experience like your moments yeah right absolutely yeah, I think that's just, like, really important to remember, to remember yeah. right? Because timelines, like, you will, I think you will honestly ruin your dating culture if you are so focused on a timeline, because you are setting, you're looking for that, you're looking for qualities in a person that probably aren't there, you know? So, like, you're desperate almost, mm-hmm. at, if you really think about it. Like, you're like, okay, well, I need to find a person that's, fits all these criteria, and you're honestly you're going to overlook the red flags because you're wanting to see all these qualities in a person that are probably not there yeah so you're kind of like making up your own reality yeah person so and I think that's why a lot of people are like well I'm so stuck in the same rabbit hole and it's like okay you gotta just take some time and understand where you're at with your dating and kind of figure it out from there yeah honestly I agree I agree and I feel like sometimes um, in our 20s, like, it's, it's normal to, like, end things, too. Yes. When it's not serving you. And, like, not hold on to, like, the picture of, like, what it might be. What it could be. Or what you're picturing. Or what you thought it was gonna be. You know, I feel like everyone has gone through a breakup at some point in their life. Mm -hmm. And it's, it happens for a reason. Yeah. Do you have any, like, personal tips on, like, going through breakups or, like, getting over that initial, I don't know, breakup. Honestly, I know in a lot of our day and ages, we we promote, like, going out and having drinks with your friends and too many drinks and, you know, forgetting about that. But I promise you, like, you won't forget about it. It's going to make it worse. So my biggest tip for going through a breakup is finding yourself again. So whether... Try to find a passion project that you remember that you loved. And if you don't have a passion project that you like, that is where I really challenge you to go out and try other things. Don't, like, immediately go out and start dating other people because you have to remember you're in a vulnerable point when you are freshly in a breakup. So if you are going to go try dating again, which I'm not saying you can and cannot do, but if you find yourself in relationship after relationship, that's because you haven't healed from a breakup yet. You're still trying to find those things from a person. So that's where I try to tell a lot of my friends, honestly, this is this is a crucial time for you to spend with yourself. And you need to, like, involve yourself in some personable activities. So. I agree. I was talking to someone not that long ago who is single and frustrated in, like, the dating realm dating like Mm -hmm. it would be so frustrating because if you keep dating the same guy you're like what the frig but um I was talking to her and I I was just like you have to live in that moment Mm -hmm. like 
if you are going through like a single phase, which we've all been through, it's like you have to embrace it for what it is. You have to embrace like, you know, being able to do whatever your single life looks like Mm -hmm. while you're in that phase because... One day you won't be in that phase. One day it might like turn around and you're going to meet someone and your whole life is going to change. You're Mm going to look back on those moments thanking yourself that like you had those moments yeah cherish that time with yourself and like mm-hmm. worked on what you wanted to work on and who you wanted to be yes and I think that with everything I think you have to like stay in the moment it goes back to like the whole timeline thing yep you can't get ahead of yourself or stuck in the past you have to really appreciate and like what you have now yeah because it can be and, hard, that, though. <laughs> and that and that's honestly what dictates your future realistically because when I catch myself up in the clouds with, like, oh, this is what this is going to look like, I really taint what I'm doing in the moment, you know? So I'm maybe not as motivated or maybe I'm not as courageous or brave or creative, let's just say. So when you find yourself in those loopholes, honestly, just try to, like, take a moment and be like, you know what? I'm going to go out for – I'm going to go to a coffee shop today and yeah. I'm going to, like – see what's out there. Maybe go for a little hot girl walk, you know, and just see, you know, spend some time with yourself. You just don't know what you're going to get into, honestly. It's kind of crazy. But That's true. You just genuinely you don't, don't know. know. You don't know what's you don't, up next. Yeah. Yeah. Personally. Speaking of stepping out there, do you have any thoughts on, you know, keeping your relationships, you know, spicy, not like stagnant? I use spicy, but really it's just like any thoughts on like keeping it different. Yeah, keeping it, like, alive. (laughs) That sounds like such a drastic word. Yeah, spark. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, like, yes and no. It comes back to you have to keep challenging as a relationship or if you're dating. You have to keep trying different things. Because if you realistically think about, like, say I go out for dinner and I go out for dinner at the same place all the time. You know, the, it kind of wears off that feeling, you know? You're like, oh, I go here, I know what to expect you know your you know your routine there and you're just you're stuck in it so when you guys go out for dinner all there all the time maybe you know the servers all the time maybe you know what you're gonna get and it's just the same crap every night so that's why you have to try something different like try a new restaurant maybe you're gonna find a new recipe or a new something that you're like oh this is kind of this is slapping today you know gives new a new, new energy new energy um or try a different activity together like my um, boyfriend really likes to skate, and I was like, I hate skating. Like, absolutely no. But you know what I did this winter? I bought the dang skates, and we won skating together. Wow. And he actually, I can skate now because of him. And you know what? It's actually kind of a fun little activity. And you know how many times he saw me fall and laugh at me and recorded me on Snapchat? It's hilarious, but you know what? I was like, we actually had a lot of fun that day. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. But you have to just, you have to keep, and you have to keep dating each other. Yeah, that's something people always say, like, is like, keep dating yourself. Well, not, well, yourself, but you like, that. Yes. Your, um, your partner. Well, yeah, because like, keep dating. if you, you know, you, you're, if you're living together, you're going to be in the same routine all the time. You make breakfast, you do whatever, you go to bed, you shower, blah, 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 same crap, different pile, but... You, you have to remember to keep dating each other cause, and not just keep asking the same questions. Like, maybe something changed about them that you didn't even know. Maybe they have a new thing that they want, they want to try out, but they don't have it yet. Yeah. yeah, like, keep finding those conversation starters. I agree. I think when I think about, you know, I feel like it's really natural for a relationship to get into a routine. Like you said, when you're in, you're both working, you know, you might live together or just see each other regularly. Mm-hmm. It's like super easy to get in a routine, especially like myself. I talk about it all the time, how I'm a person who like thrives off of routine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. But I think, you know, doing something with your partner that like switches up your everyday yes. is key and it's fun. Well, because you don't know it's what to fun. expect. Yeah, it's just fun, like, going yeah. on a road okay. trip or, like, spending the quality time together in a different setting, not necessarily just, like, your living room all the time mm-hmm. or, like you said, the same restaurant. And you know what? I think another thing I think of when I want to just, like, have something different, break routine, whatever, I think it's being intentional 
with your intimacy. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, like, in a sexual way at all. I'm talking about, like, like Getting to know connecting, yes. like, mindfully. Yeah. Like, um having an open conversation that's intentionally different and, like, mm-hmm. asking them personal questions, you know, just asking the questions that you don't ask every single day. Like, mm-hmm. how was work? How was your day? What do you want for dinner? Yeah, <laughs> like, they're literally going to say the same answers every single time. Yeah. Because so, it's not right thought-provoking. But I think it's, like, important to break that, like, routine of, like, your conversation, too, not just, like, your physical routine. Yes. It's, like, you also have to, like, still connect with your person, like, on, on a an deeper inti- level. Yeah, on an intimate level, because that's what, that's what's gonna last. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and honestly, we will never know someone 100%. So, like, there's a lot of couples that are, like, I know my person better than they know themselves, and it's, like, maybe, but you also we're absent for, I don't know, like 15, 20 years, 30 years of this person's life. So there are things things you don't know about this person. So like, yeah, like you just, there's, there is creative ways to figure out more things about people. So it's just keeping that creative energy alive in one another and still being playful with each other, Mm -hmm. you know, like not everything has to be so serious. Like so boring. Yeah. Like I'm just like, just keep it, keep it fun. Keep keep it fun. Keep it light. Yeah. We, I like the game, we're, what's it called? We're Not Really Strangers. Is that the, the question-provoking like, Yes. You know I'm a fan of that game. Yes. I like playing it with my friends. I like <laughs> playing it with my boyfriend. I like playing it with my She's bringing mom. it out like, at the party. Don't you worry. <laughs> I am a fan of, like, conversation starters, and I think that game is a really good way to not have to think of the questions yourself. Well, and that's the thing, too, because it's also, like, I like to think I'm a creative being, but really, I'm drained sometimes. So, honestly, I'm not, so it's nice to have that on the back burner, being like, yeah. this is the question I really thought of. And not play it all the time, but pick, like, pick it up on, like, an intentional date night. Yeah, being like, you know I what, think we it's fun. are having some wine tonight, let's just, you know, let's have a little cute little chat night. Yeah, I think that's really fun. I like that. But like I said, I bring it out with everybody. <laughs> she really does, honestly. <laughs> Multiple times, this game has been brought out. I like but the chat. Like, what we can have, I say? <laughs> we have fun every time. I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I feel like um, something that we should maybe like end on or like wrap up with is one thing we've learned about yourself while dating in your 20s. That's I know. A good question. I feel like it's a never ending learning like I feel like as long as you're always growing especially alongside someone or just with yourself and when you continually like put yourself out in the dating world um you're always learning stuff but what's one thing that maybe you've learned honestly this was one thing I learned after a breakup and but it really catapulted my dating life honestly I learned my attachment style and I don't know if you know much about, I don't really know much about the attachment styles, but it got me provoked into learning a little bit about attachment style, but I am the anxious attachment. So when I find something like is off, like I'm constantly worried about our relationship and then I'm almost self-sabotaging everything because I'm like, well, if this is going to end, we might as well just end it right now, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's a very toxic trait to have. (laughs) So I learned honestly how to really navigate why I deal with confrontation and how I deal with confrontation because of that relationship and that breakup. That was like a huge moment for me. So I'm very thankful I learned that, how I attach to people, because if I didn't learn that, I wouldn't have such successful dating afterwards. I wouldn't have had successful relationships in the one I am in now. Because when we do have moments where I'm like, I'm ready to throw the towel in, I'm like, no. I'm like, you're just being a little crybaby. You had a little bit of a moment where you guys had a little bit of an argument and you need to like now work out your feeling. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of acknowledge like your feeling and yeah, not send yourself into turmoil. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm like, uh uh-uh, this is over. We're done. And it's like, okay, we literally were fighting over like Skittles or something. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, you need to draw this back a little bit, girl, and not be so spoiled. So that I'm thankful I learned my... Um, attachment style. I get that. I have two things. I One thing I've learned um, is to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that honestly just comes with, like, maybe just growing up, too. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think it's just, like, like the realization. life. Yeah. yeah, of, like, you know, lots of times we focus on how we feel and we can easily lose focus of, like, how other people may feel or how we can make other people feel. Yes. And how in situations there's always two sides 1, and there's always two people. And if you're in a relationship or a friendship or whatever. You're connecting with someone. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't take a look at the other person and acknowledge how they're feeling mm-hmm. or what you're doing, how the situation is affecting them, it's going to be really tough. Yeah. To you're, get anywhere. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to sabotage it, honestly, because you're kind of being just very selfish. Yeah. And like narrow-minded. Yes. Right. So I think channeling into your partner's perspective sometimes keeps yourself in line too. Yeah. And just be like, okay. Yeah. Widens it. Yeah. Another thing is to communicate, which sounds obvious <laughs> but it is so hard to it's communicate so hard sometimes like how like you know especially when you're feeling all sorts of feels you're like how do I get my point across very respectfully but yet how do I get my point across yeah um I have learned that you will and this is just like a blanket for everything else in life but I've learned that you will get absolutely nowhere if you can't communicate and express yourself Mm -hmm. with someone absolutely because I think I had to learn that someone cannot read your mind (laughs) literally no and if you want something or if you want to you know be treated a certain way or if you want to um receive love a certain way sometimes you genuinely have to voice someone yes yeah you have to express how you want Mm -hmm. how you want things to go yep I think it's also just being the mature side of things, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I learned that as I grew up. I mean, like, hey, maybe you gotta, yeah, you gotta voice that little note when in your little mind saying you like things done a certain way because they ain't gonna know. People cannot read your mind. They're just gonna read your energy and they're gonna be like, why is this girl giving me the cold shoulder right now? And I'm gonna be like, well, you did this, 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 this. And it's like, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Just be like, respectfully... I like when things this are done is how like I'm this. feeling. Yeah. yeah. Can you please tell me I'm pretty right now? Yeah. <laughs> Can you please just validate me for just two seconds? I just yeah. need that reassurance. I feel like that's really important. That's yep. really important. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be vulnerable, too. Yeah, you do. Honestly, you kind of have to, if you want someone to be open and vulnerable with you, you do have to, like... Give them something. Give them something, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I think the dating conversation is so interesting. Oh my gosh, it, it, it could go on for hours, honestly. Genuinely. Yeah. We might have to make part two. You never know. Never know. <laughs> you never know. But thank you so much for our little girl chat dating episode. Thanks so much for opening up with us. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you for listening and um, being here. <laughs> being here. I love it. Okay, well, thank you so much for everybody who's listening and made it this far. And yeah. Bye, guys.